to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Happy Monday. We're back. Yay. (laughs) Ambie's back. Yay. (laughs) That's all I got in me today. Uh, No. I wanted to do It's Johnny, but that's too weird and creepy. And And half of us wouldn't even know that reference. But half would, so... It still well, works. everybody that understands that reference, you get what I'm talking about. Yeah. The other half, you're go watch the uh, one movie with the The Shining. Thank you. Or don't. It's pretty creepy. It is pretty um. creepy. <laughs> What's up? We're so happy to have you back. Oh well, thank you. I'm happy to be back. What's always up? happy to be here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you know, I feel like the audience or maybe maybe is wondering where you've been and what's what you've been up to and oh you know what's went to Cabo just chilling on the beach. That's what happened. You told me you were getting surgery. You were going to have a fun <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Okay. This is not gonna be a funny episode because every time I laugh I feel like I'm dying. Okay. So not funny. Not funny. So serious business. So um, I got a tummy tuck because I've always wanted to have a tummy tuck and I finally did it for multiple reasons. But also uh, wasn't that 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 also partly part of the your stomach thing that happened? Yeah. The- so so multiple reasons. One of the reasons is um, when you gain a lot of weight in a short amount of time like I did. Or when you have multiple babies, also like I did, um, your abdominal wall can actually split open. It's called diastasis recti. It's a very common thing that happens with people. Very, very common. Usually it's no big deal. You have a little bit of separation. Actually, you can see people like um, people that are really thin or very athletic. They have like a split when their abs. It's pretty common. But mine was pretty bad to the point where um, you could, when I lay down, you could actually see my intestines move in my, in my stomach, which means there was nothing. Pro- yeah, it looks nasty. But also, which means that there was nothing protecting my internal organs, like my abdominal wall wasn't protecting anything. Um, and the doctor was mostly worried about my abdominal aorta, which is the main artery. So... Um, I decided to get a tummy tuck because what they do is they close up the muscle. They sew up the muscle together, which is why I cannot laugh right now because it hurts like a motherfucker. So, 
So, um, yeah, but they also got rid of the loose skin that I had from having uh, lost all the weight. So that's exciting, too. Um, I was a little upset because I took a shower for the first time. I had the surgery last Monday and I took a shower on Friday. And like when I saw it, like it's not flat. My stomach's poochy still. And I was like telling my husband, what the fuck, man? Why is it poochy? And he's like, Amby, you're swollen. Like you yeah, just had just surgery. Had surgery. You're going to be swollen. And I was like, where the fuck are my abs? This is ridiculous. And he's like, okay, well, you're insane. You need to calm down. So I get to shower again today. Pretty excited about it. Wow. Two showers in one week. What a I know, what a right? Deal. Everybody watch out. <laughs> I'm smelling fresh. I'm not. <laughs> but, and but what else? And did you get your thing from your face removed? Oh, yeah. I got my mole removed, too. That's awesome. Some of my friends were pissed about that. Why? (laughs) Um, Because they were like, my girlfriend was like, it's one of the things. It's like your trademark. And I was like, well, it's gone. So you're just going to have to move past it. Um, I got that removed simply for vanity. I just didn't like the way it looked. I haven't liked the way it looked for a long time. So I just said, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Cool. And what else? What else did I? What else? Your boobs. No, I didn't get those done. Wait, what? Regular boobs here. Wait, wait, wait. This is a shock to me. Hold on a I'm second. I'm so sorry. Well, wait. The whole time, yeah. you, I thought that's what was going to happen. So the, the 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 original idea was I was going to get uh, breast implants. I was trying to go for like a 20-year-old body, right? Mm. Um, but the surgeon at the last minute felt like the damage to my abdominal wall was too, too severe. And he didn't want me under general anesthesia for more than four hours, because at that point it becomes dangerous. Um, and the surgery for the tummy tuck took almost, um, it took over four hours. So he said, if I wanted to get breast implants later, I can do that. He won't charge me anything extra. Um, but he just felt like it was safer for me to, um, go with one surgery at a time for now. Nice. Also the recovery would have been a lot, lot harder. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, like boobs and tummy. That's like a lot of your, that's your freaking torso. Like I'm literally using my whole upper body strength to get up right now. And I keep telling my husband, like, if I would have got my boobs done at the same time, I would be. Like just laying down on the couch all the time, just fucking move me when you I, have. That's why when you when you first came home, I couldn't believe you like even had as much energy as you had. Like, yeah. Okay, I didn't know this so whole time. Wow. For the so for the recovery for your stomach, it's a lot longer and it's a lot um, more intense, obviously, because of what they're doing. Um, it's about like six eight weeks, um, and then for breast implants, it's like literally like three weeks, two weeks nice. and you're back at it. So I don't know. I'm really still recovering. Today's a bad day. So if you ask me today, if I'm going to get it done, I'm probably not. Yesterday was a good day. I was going to, so I'm <laughs> touch and go. Well, I'll that work. one is strictly vanity. That one is strictly, I just want 20 yeah. year old boobs and want to look good naked. Look, I mean, listen, 
it's really interesting, like surgery, like plastic surgery or just surgery. Because like I remember, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but I just remember when I was younger, I was so against it. I like really was so – I personally was against it. My mom had to get some sort of like – she did like a little – it wasn't a facelift, um, but it was like outpatient surgery where they like – I don't know what they did, but they were getting rid of her speed and – no, it wasn't Botox. No, it was some sort of – it was not a facelift, but it was something below that, let's just say. Okay. Okay? Okay. And um, I remember like I was in the car with her and I was like – when she told me that she was going to do it, and I don't know, I had just got my license, so I was like 16 or 17. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I was like, mom, no, like you can't do that. And she's like, why not? I was like, because – like, I just am so opposed to it. Like, no, 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 you can't. Like, why do you care? Like, why are you changing your body? And my mom was like, well, honey, like, I'm on TV. My mom is a news reporter. She's like, I'm on TV. Like, I have to or something like that. And I remember I just hated that. Like, I just hated in that moment that 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 she wanted to change herself because of how she looked on TV. Cut to now in my life when I have, like, gray hairs coming in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, and I actually flash back to those moments and go, oh, wow, I just like didn't – I just didn't really understand what it was like to – Well, when you're 16, you know everything. So Exactly. When you're 16, you're like – you see th- everything through those eyes. But but anyway, and then the end of that story is that I said I would have nothing to do with it and then it turns out that I was the one who was forced to go pick up my mom from this surgery and I ended up like – getting lost because it was like before the days of iPhones and I couldn't find the place. And then by the time I got there, I picked up my mom and I have never been more terrified because she was like all black and blue. And like it like it just it didn't look good. Yeah. It really, really scared me. So I think I've been personally like scar- like scarred a little bit from plastic surgery or any elective surgery like that in general. However, like within the past year or two, like you, you and I have been talking about it since I met you. Basically, yeah, I've been, I've literally been wanting this for how old's my son? Fifteen, twelve yeah. years. Yeah, and I remember John. John said something about it. What did he say? When we were talking to him one time, I was did asking. I wouldn't die. That's about it. What? Did he say I wouldn't die? No, well, he said you wouldn't die, but he also said, I think I was asking him about, I don't know if it was about my skin or it was about something on my body. I'm not really sure. I was asking, might have been that. And I was like, how, or maybe I was just asking about looks in general. How do we like modify these things? He's like, well, he's like, uh, ambrosia, there's, he's like, there's many routes. Ambrosia is taking one of them. That's a route. And I was just – I remember being, like, kind of surprised that John was like, yeah, that's a route. Like, I mean, it is a route. But I was kind of surprised that that's, like, what he was pointing out. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, but yeah, like, it's our bodies. I mean, like, we can do what we want to them. It's the same thing as, like, we're getting our hair color done, right? Like, so it's like that's – Or like a tattoo. Yeah. You're literally modifying your body totally. And so it's just interesting because I think I'm I'm bringing this up because I feel like there might be that someone listening might be like, is plastic surgery or whatever spiritual? And it's like, yeah, yeah it is kind of because, and this is what I was thinking about today. And since you've 
gotten this is like transformation, you know? Mm, Definitely. It is definitely a transformation. I was actually like, so like the other really interesting thing that's happened is like so, um, it's so emotional and I knew it would be, I wasn't not mentally prepared for it actually for the last three months that I've actually like paid for it and like all of that. Um, I've been talking to my body and I've been telling my body, like, I really appreciate you for everything that you've done for me. And like, I think you're beautiful and like actually like pointing out all of the things that I think weren't beautiful and telling them I love them. And I'm going to ask you to help me heal again. And thank you so much. Like just really communicating with my body. Um, But I've realized like today, like I'm a very physical person when I'm upset, when I'm happy, when I'm whatever, I go run I go walk, I go to the gym and I can't do those things. I can't even get off the couch by myself right now. So, and I don't like to rely on others for help. I just, I'm much better at like, if I need something done, I'll just do it myself. I won't ask for help. It's fine. And this week, like that is literally all I've done is I need you to get me water. I need you to take me to the bathroom. I need you to help me in the shower. I'm completely helpless. And so today I was kind of like, I wasn't crying. I wasn't, I was upset, but it wasn't, it was more of like, I was perplexed. And I was just wondering, like, I've had other issues come up in the past with my body where I'm immobilized or where... I don't feel like my body's doing its job, right? And it suddenly hit me today, like, I better figure this out really fucking quick before I'm actually immobilized, before I do have something that I can't get up. I'm bed bound, done. Because I feel like in those moments, you have to surrender and you have to give up control. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been working on today. I think it's – I mean, I think that is just part of your transformation though too. It's like I I was telling Ambi before we got on here that like I feel this weekend was like a huge energetic passageway or something. I mean, it's like we're leading up to the eclipse in two days and it just feels like super, super, super intense. And I had a really crazy weird experience on Friday that – I actually just kept saying like all I can do is surrender, like all I can do is surrender and breathe. And I really feel like this part, it's not just the surgery that's the part of your transformation, Ambie. It's like what comes with that, which is mm-hmm. like you said, having to ask people for help, having to stay in one place, like not being able to go run it off, which I understand is like a challenge, but it's also like it's like uh It's like sitting still. It's like an opportunity to get real comfortable with yourself because I was noticing this weekend how much like how often I just want to not be where I am. Like I want to be somewhere else. I always want to be chasing stuff. You know, I'm like – it's like the second I have something, I'm like, okay, but I want to – I want the feeling of chase. I want the feeling of, you know, and realizing like – But that is just a program that's been put in me that I have to get – I have to start understanding more. Like where did this come from? Like why do I want – why do I think that that's desirable? Because it never really leads me where I want to go. It just gives me that dopamine hit, you know, like like that. Mm 
So I've been – that's been a theme for me too coming up. It's like can – this 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 thing of it's not enough. It's never enough. Like nothing's ever enough. No one, no thing, no event is ever enough. I need more. I need more. I need more. And it's like, well, do you need more or do you just think you need more because you – like I said, you get that like dopamine hit. And, and how can you learn as you're talking about to be where you are and appreciate where you are and and relish like all the the, the intricacies of that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's challenging. Yeah, it is. It's definitely interesting, but I think like part of it is noticing like where you are, noticing that it's happening. This is a pattern. And then the next part is changing the pattern. Yep. So, yeah. I've actually been working with, um, speaking of changing the pattern, I've been working with um, Jody, who's. Mm-hmm who we all know. Um, she was our sexuality expert from month of May or June. No, May. And um, she was having me do this this thing where every day I like Marco Polo or actually speaking of Marco Polo. Um, but I just pick – I pick a feeling that I want to process and I do this like orb visualization. She did it on the podcast with me if, for those of you who listen. But – it's really crazy because what it's ma- it's showing me is that like if you pick, if if every day you pick one emotion that's coming up or even multiple to just like process in whatever way works or in other words just like get to know it like recognize what it is and kind of feel into it and see all the patterns and where it comes from it's like I'm only on the third day of doing this and all of a sudden massive stuff is coming up and she was like look at that like isn't it cool how just by a few days of you telling your body, hey, it's okay. I want to know this stuff. I want to, I want, it's safe for this to come up. It's safe for this information to come to me. Now it's just like, and it's all like, it's, it's all coming up. And like, all it really takes is that consistent, like telling, you know, um, information to yourself, to your body or to, to your heart or whatever it is that it's okay. And that's how the patterns and the information becomes clear and clear. And that's how things start to transform. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I like that, that idea. Yeah. It's like, but you can do that with anything. You can do that with like journaling. You could do that with, I mean, anything. But I just think the idea that like every day if we consistently assure ourselves that it's safe to feel, it's safe to it's safe to get to know our emotions, then the really important ones start to come up and that's how we have the access to start shifting things. So, You know what comes up for me when you say that though? What? That little voice that's like, no, it's not. Better You better stuff those down. And this is exactly the point where you could do a process on that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Which is which is what – this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like – and then when you get in that state where you're like, oh, well, then this comes up. It's like, cool. Let's do a process with that. Like, let's get to know that. And then it's like, oh, so nothing's really bad anymore or nothing's really that scary anymore? No. Cool. Well, now we can really get to the real – like, the, the deeper shit. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've been feeling like um, – I think we talked about this before, like doing – a past life regression about the issues that I have, like with my stomach, 
And then um, what just came to me when you said that is doing a past life regression on the issues that I have with like this fear of dying. Yeah. Because it's interesting that someone who can like, I don't believe we die and we're just dead and that's it. But I do have a fear of not that I'm, that I'm going to die because I know I'll die, but of leaving everybody else behind. Mm, That's really interesting. Because then I can't control anything. Yeah. That's (gasps) That's so sad. No, but because in my head, I'm like, I've even said to my husband, like, if I die, you need to remarry. (laughs) He's like, I'm not going to remarry. And I'm like, they need a mother. Yeah. And he's like, you're a psycho. You're not going to die. And I'm like, I'm just saying. Well, maybe. I'm getting a new man. I'm just letting you know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe it's from the life where we were mother and daughter because I have a – or maybe not. But it's just funny because I used to my whole life have this fear that I was going to die. Um, that I was going to die. And it was – it terrified me because I kept thinking I'll never get to do the things that I want to do. I'll never – and I'm like – and I used to think, why am I thinking this at like five years old, six years old? I'm already thinking I'll never get to marry. I'll never get to have a kid. I'll never get to do those benchmark things. And it's like – but I had no reason to, to feel hmm. that way, you know? That is weird. But it was only until meeting you and like like really like it was about the time meeting you that that fear just really like went away. I don't well, know. Well, yeah. Who was the mother in that life? Was I the I mother? I don't think we knew. Mother. I don't no. think we knew. But here's what I, I do. I think the same thing about you. I always think it's so interesting. I'm like, how does this girl who has so much access to death and to the lack of death actually like, – right. And knows so much is has more like hypochondria yep. than me. Yep. <laughs> because it's this lack, it's this knowing that everybody's gonna die. Right. You can't escape it. And this knowing that. Uh, so when I talk to people, I might get emotional. When I talk to people that have loved ones that have crossed over, I can feel their pain. I can feel how sad they are that they miss their loved one. Sometimes the person, like if the person recently died, they're still really sad about it and I can feel it and it sucks. And so I don't want my kids to feel that. I don't want to feel that about them. And so it's this fear that I've had since I was a kid that I would lose one of my kids. So it's always this fear that I'm dying because you can't control when you're going to die. Yeah. But I have thought about asking. I had an intuitive that was coaching me. Um, She asked how her kids were going to die. She found out and she was right about one of them. One of them she lost. And she said to me, like, you don't want to know how your family is going to die. That's something that you need to stay. It's not your business uh, because you'll be paranoid about it all the time. And so I've been thinking recently, like maybe if I knew how I was going to die, I would feel more calm about it. But then I was also thinking like, if it's a fucking car accident, I'd probably be hyper scared every time I'm in the car. Yeah. Because I'm not going to not drive, you know? But also like, you know what I think of that? I don't know if this, like literally the thing that always makes me 
especially like right now, if I ever get scared of like, oh no, is something going to happen to me? I literally think, no, it can't happen to me because I haven't done the stuff I'm supposed to do yet. So definitely not. Like I think about me and you and I'm like, we haven't done the shit that we're supposed to do. So there's no way I I'm, can die right now. Like no way. Like, You're the second person to tell me that. That's weird. So maybe that's what you should remember because like you – all the – I'm saying like if you think about but it But what like, am I supposed to do? Like I don't know. I feel like this is it. Like I've had my kids. We're doing the podcast. We're helping people expand and grow. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Like this but, is it. This is what we're supposed to do. No? Well, it is, but it's only just the beginning. Like every single time we talk to John, he's like, you guys have no idea like what you're creating, like you're creating – like – you." He, he talks about it in that way of like there oh. will be this in the future. There will be this in the future. There will be this. And in my mind and in my heart, I feel it's like big and we're not there yet. So therefore – and you know what? Uh, I remember um, – what's his name? Quentin Tarantino, I think. I heard the story yeah. about him recently. Did you hear this? How he was – before he'd finished Pulp Fiction, which was like his, you know, his giant movie that made him like giant, right, um, as a director and a writer, he he had not finished that writing that movie yet. And he was on this plane and the plane had like the worst turbulence ever. Like everyone on the plane thought they were going to die. And he said that he just sat there and was like, I haven't finished Pulp Fiction. No way I'm going to die yet. No way. Like they're, like it's impossible. Like I, I, I will not die until I finish that movie. I know it in my heart. And so it's like – That's crazy. Yeah. And so I feel the same way about like what we're doing. I'm like, oh, like maybe in 10 years I'll, I, I might start freaking out about it. I don't know. But I just feel like there's so much that we haven't even scratched the surface of that every time I would think about it, I'd be like, oh, no. No, no, no. No yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when my brother died, someone said to me, if you're listening to this, sorry, I'm calling you out. But someone said to me like – why are you sad that he died? Can't you just talk to him? Yeah. And I yeah. was like, well, it's not the fucking same. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, no, if I could talk to him, like I would talk to you, I wouldn't be sad. Yeah. Nobody would be sad, but you know, you still, and that's why I say to people, I'm sorry for your loss. Cause you are experiencing a loss and it would be rude to be like, well, they're not dead. So suck it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck man. Yeah. Jeez. It's like a loss. It's the same kind of thing as like a breakup in a way because it's like they're still a lot. They're still there and you could still kind of have their essence, but you're not like hanging out with them. You know what? Okay. So we're talking about. I don't know if this is related, but we kind of go off on chances. I love it. So hold on. Just gotta breathe through this. Just having contractions. Um, anyway, so I've been watching marathon episodes of The Flash. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It's a superhero movie. Anyway, it's a comic. And the ideas of comics, like I am a superhero nerd. Alexa knows this. I love all of the ideas of superheroes. I think it's fucking cool. And I think, like, I try to tell my son, like, no, like there are actually theories of like multiverses and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, cool. And I was like, why does this not shock you? And he's like, you talk dead people. And I was like, fair point. Okay, cool. But like my thing is that like, this is like a real life, like superhero. Like this is fucking mind blowing. Like it's so cool. Like what we're capable of and all this, all this fun stuff. 
Anyway, my point. What was my point? Hold on. <laughs> we were talking about um, when people die, it's kind of like they broke up. You broke Yes. Up. So my point, thank you. So my point with this is that there's like superheroes that you just know stuff, right? Like Claire Sentience. Yeah. There was the superhero that she just like knew stuff. And I was like, cool. So she's psychic. Like that's a real thing, but whatever. That's fine. Um, anywho. So I knew this is such a wild story. The, the guy that I dated for five years before I met my husband, we had a lot of soul connections and he was one of those people that when I met him, I just knew like, you're going to be a big person in my life in some way. And it was a horrible relationship, bad breakup, blah, blah, blah. So I thought he had moved back to California. One day I'm driving by this fitness um, gym and I knew that he worked there. I don't know how I knew this. I just had this knowing that he's there. And sure enough, I find out like six months later that he was the manager at that store at the time. And it was, and like every now and then I'll get like this flash of like where he is. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? That's cool. And so just not going to happen in this lifetime. Don't want it to happen in this lifetime. But I just wanted, I think it's like so crazy because you see it in superhero movies and stuff like that. And yeah, sometimes it does happen. I'm like, oh shit. Or like. I won't go in somewhere because I'm worried that he might be in there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally was like, nah. I'm just gonna avoid that store. We're not gonna go there today. Yeah. Go to well, do you think that's your actual like abilities? Like, or do you think that's paranoia? Um I think it's a good combination. Um, we actually did run into each other a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was, it, he was just like I remembered him and just as big of an asshole as I remember him being as well. Um, he, I lost 70 pounds when he saw me and he asked me if I had liposuction or not liposuction, lipoband. Um, so that was fun. He also told me he didn't think I could be a mom, like a real mom, because I only had one kid when he knew me. Um, yeah. A real mom. <laughs> A real mom. Has, like, multiple kids? Multiple kids, oh. yeah. And he was working at Best Buy. So nice. And he's in his 40s. And I was like, so that's fun. But there's nothing wrong with it if you work at there's Best Buy. There's nothing wrong with that. But that was not his dream. His dream was to open up his own gym. So he did not live his dream. And I did live my dream. So in your face, motherfucker, boom. Anyway, but it's always nice to, like, you know, see those people from your past. And then they dig on you. And you're like. Well, I'm going to go. This has been fun. I'm going to take the high road on this one because clearly you've got some stuff to work out. But yeah, it was actually kind of sad too because he didn't have any kids. He wasn't married. He wasn't dating anybody. It was just very much like he was stuck in a pattern. But I feel like sometimes that happens just for you to reconfirm like, oh, yeah, done with that. That didn't happen yes. for a reason. Like, yes. yep. And that's exactly like, because you know how like sometimes when things like that happen, seemingly bad situations happen, then you play like the highlight reel. Yes. 
and you're like, oh my God, why didn't it work out? Or, oh my God. Oh my God. Any breakup, you only think of the good times. You only think of the good times. Or my husband actually was talking about his ex last night to me and like how sad it was that they broke up. And I was like, seriously? (laughs) Okay. Do you want to call her? Like, what, what would you like to do about this? Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that we have that relationship actually. But um I think of like leaving a job that you liked too, but you know you have to leave. That type of thing too. You know, you think of the highlight reel. Yeah. But anyway, when you see it in real life, you're kind of like, oh, that's why we're not together. Yeah. This is a good thing. I actually had a relationship that I had a it's kind of sounds I just had a really, really deep connection with this person. And um and when I think back about this, sometimes I I play the highlight reel because, again, like I actually I like do with I'd say like my last three relationships. I just play the highlight reel. But anyway, um, I was looking through a, a, a hard drive of really old stuff and on there was a screenshot of a text message that was sent between us, me and this person. And it was literally the meanest shit I've ever read. I was like – that was texted to me Mm. and I was like in the – and then I – whatever. But I just was like, oh my god. Like I can't believe I completely blocked this out. Like that this was like stuff that was happening. Like so it's really crazy how your mind does that and Mm. you know – wow, I don't even remember how we ended up on this topic. How did we get here? Oh, breakups, deaths. Yeah. Seeing Ooh, people. It's a death in the same way. Yeah, it is a death. Yeah. Or like friendship death. Those make me really sad. Sometimes when I think about, um, you know what? I had a friend. She doesn't listen to this. I wish she did, but that's okay. No big deal. And um, we haven't spoken in a really long time and it wasn't a bad thing. We just kind of grew apart and didn't really talk. And she texts me Tuesday and was like, hey, how are you doing? I knew you got surgery yesterday. And I was like, oh, well, thanks. I'm really good. And she's like, can I come over and see you? And she came over and sat with me for like two hours. That's so nice. Oh, my God. And I just thought like this is someone that I was just like, I guess we're just not friends anymore. Like, you know, not mad at her, not upset at her. There was no ill will. But we were just both busy, like too busy to go to lunch or do anything. And then uh, she just reached out to me. See what happens when you – see what happens when you're like slowing down. Yeah. Like opening doors. That's cool. Awesome. By the way, this is a little bit random too, but hey, it's like random mixed bag conversation. That's fine. Aren't they Um, always? I love it. Yesterday, um, uh, my partner and I, we we went to brunch um, after being at that – this concert on Friday night. And first of all, um, so I was telling Ambie offline that I went to this concert on Friday night and the second I got to the concert, the sky opened up and monsooned on me and my partner and my friend. And literally we were huddled like underneath the car as much as we could go like for 15 minutes while it just like unleashed on us because there was no shelter. And then I literally looked like I had jumped into a pool, a pool fully clothed. I mean, it was like I've never been more soaked in my life. And then I went to this like tent inside the venue and traded them my email for a free t-shirt and which was like sportsbetting.com. I was like, cool, yeah, I'll rep your shit. I don't care. I just need dry clothes right now. And anyway, I ended up spending the rest of the concert in this oversized t-shirt, like a nine-year-old girl at an overnight sleepover, literally with no bra, no pants on, just an oversized t-shirt because that's all I could do. But anyway, 
So the next day we, we go to brunch and uh, the, our waitress comes up to us and goes, I'm sorry, this is kind of weird, but were you guys at Fish last night, the concert? And uh, we were like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I was standing right next to you. I was like, did you see me in my T-shirt? And she goes, yeah, I did see you in your T-shirt. I told everyone those people come into my like brunch all the time or my brunch, my work all the time. And I was like, yeah. And so – that was unnecessary. Anyway, we walk um, down back to our apartment and we pass by this little um, art studio that I always look in. Like every single time I look in this art studio, like I just look in the window because it has really unique art. I can't really explain, but I I take pictures of it all the time. And um, we just decided to go in and we walk in and the guys who run it, they're like really, really – it's like a gay couple, but I don't know. I just felt like connected to them. And anyway, uh, after just a couple – like a minute of talking, I just turned to the guy and go, have you ever thought about putting your stuff in movies? And I don't know where that thought came from. It just – I just wanted to say it. And he just double takes at me. He goes, what's up with you? And I was like, what? He's like, you? Something's up with you. He's like – and he's just pointing at me. He's like, because you? He's like, you know something. He's like, I just had a sit down with a movie producer yesterday. (sighs) And he was was just like, what's up with you? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just – and I was just like, oh, yeah, like psychic. I'm fucking psychic. But he he was like looking at me weird like the whole rest of the time. Not weird like get out of here, but weird like I'm intrigued by you. And I was like, oh, yeah, now I just need to like turn this on all the time when I'm talking to business owners and – Get your cape, girl. Get your cape. Anyway, I just – I wanted to share that with you, Ambie. That's yeah. fun. I yeah. love that. That was cool. That's awesome. People ask me to do that all the time. What? Like just out and about. What do you – Like, hey, you, hey, 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 hey. What do you think about this? And I'm like, yeah. do you want my opinion? You don't want my opinion, right? Okay, hold on. You want – you want spirit's you want, opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You can do that. You all right? Well, I just pass it off. Yeah, I'm just burping. I don't know. I've had acid reflux for like four days. I swear to God. I've had heartburn. Me too. Heartburn. Holy shit. Okay, wait. Let's say our symptoms and then let's see how many other people have them on the podcast. What are your thoughts? I'm telling you. It's all part of – but here's the the thing though about the heartburn. At first I was a little worried because I'm like I never get heartburn. But then I was like, wait a minute. I actually feel like this is a good thing. I feel like things inside of me are like crumbling and releasing. Yeah. That's how I felt too actually. I had heartburn two days ago. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I never get heartburn. Heartburn two days ago, and um, I had hiccups tonight, and I was, like, hiccuping, and then I'd be like, oh, fuck, 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 and then I'd hiccup, and then my husband's like, are you okay? Do you want something? And I'm like, no, it'll pass. Like, he's so sweet. He's so, he's the best. Um, but when I had the heartburn, he's like, you want a Tums? And I was like, yeah, give me a Tums, because it, like, wasn't going away. But I by had the time Tums, he- too. Well, I didn't actually take them because Uh-oh. by the time he came to me with the tums, it was gone. But it was really intense. Yeah, it was really, really intense. Brick. It was, and I knew like straight away it was heartburn. I didn't think it was like a heart attack. Sometimes I think it's a heart attack, but I knew it was heartburn. It was very strange. Same, and I've had it like every day for the past like four or five days. But I swear, I'm pretty sure it's like a really good thing. I literally think it's shit releasing from our heart. I'm not even kidding you. I haven't had it every day. I just had it the one day. I had hiccups today, which I don't typically get hiccups either. And then the hot and cold, I can't regulate my body. But it's doing good now, so I'm appreciative now. 
Well, if you if you're listening and you've been going through some intense um, bodily symptoms, let us know because we were talking and pretty sure that leading up into this eclipse, like there's just some really intense things happening to our beings, and so it would be nice to uh, to hear what everyone else is experiencing. Um, I also want to say really quick that if you work at Best Buy and you're in your 40s, like, no, I got no hate for you, okay? I really am not judging you. All I'm saying – It was just an ex-boyfriend. It was an ex-boyfriend judgment, one. And two, this man, like when I worked at Verizon and Geico, he would make me feel so small for working at these corporations because corporations were corrupt and all of this shit. So to come to find out that he's working in a big corporation is just like – it's just like def- you're a hypocrite, sir. You're a hypocrite. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, on that note, I wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to our um, our Patreons: Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Mimi Abnetter, Marabella Muncie, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kim Bartelt, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha Boshnevich, Carrie Mayweather. Jamie McMahon, Jimmy Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City, Foster Rommel on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Amelia Stevenson, Alex Latiri, Alex Anderson, Donica Haskell, Nike, and Alicia Domico. Oh, I hope I said that oh, right. Alicia. Hello. Domico? Alicia, tell me how to say your last name. But um, Side note. Yeah, D'Amico or Domico. But thank you all for – supporting us and this podcast and everything we're working on right now we are working on a lot of really exciting things um behind the scenes behind the scenes seriously um just have a lot a lot of a lot of stuff that we're planning to um roll out for the rest of the year and thank you so much for helping us make that happen this is so awesome that like we got to be supported in this way so um Ambie, anything you want to share other than than you have? I mean, we're we're so glad you're back. Number uh, thank one, you. thank you. I don't know back. if everybody's glad I'm back. There might be a few people that were like, "Oh my god!" No, I'm kidding. Um, I want to say thank you for all your thoughts and prayers. I appreciate it. I felt it. Um, Ambie enlisted like nine energy healers to be there with her. <laughs> You're not supposed to call me out like that. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was cute. They were special. Um, no, I really did. It was four, four energy healers. Four. And literally I got a text message on Monday and Tuesday from two of them saying, I'm doing Reiki on you. And I felt a crown on my head, but it was bananas. And then my, my husband's like, do you want anything? And I'm like, shh getting Reiki <laughs> and he's like looking at me like what the fuck is happening to her anyway he's probably like that volume is really working <laughs> I mean you talk to dead people so that's that's actually it's that weird no that's probably pretty true um yeah but I wanted to say thank you to everybody I really appreciate it um and I felt it in my heart and then I also want to say um you know, appreciate your loved ones. Just hug them and kiss them. Because mm. my kids, God, I can't even tell you how much I love them. I had to go to the bathroom last night. This is TMI, but I don't care. 
I had to go to the bathroom last night and all three of my kids are sitting in the bathroom with me, just making sure that I was okay. I know like who in your life would do that for you just to make sure like people that truly love you, no matter what would do that for you. And I'm lucky to have people like that in my life. Amen. Amen. Oh, well, we're so happy that you're you're on the mend. Yay. <laughs> and that you're better enough to come on the show. And um and yeah, well, we will be back on Wednesday. Um and hope everyone has an amazing Monday, amazing week. Stay strong through this eclipse, people. <laughs> and talk to us in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers. Um, if you're not already in there, just search it on Facebook, request to be in, we will approve you. And that's where we can, you know, uh, share our experiences and kind of keep each other up to date on what's happening. So we love you so, so much. Keep on blooming. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.